Okay, I'll leave out the first part of what I'm going to speak about. But anyway, really, uh, when we speak out, it's with Sipsek HaChaim. Sipsek HaChaim talks about Chaim Friedlander. So he asked a question that we find in the Yont of Pesach, so the first two days of Pesach, we really celebrate Yitzhak Yitzrayim. And Shvi Shal Pesach is Kriyas Yamsuf. That's really what the, the last part of Pesach is about. So the question is, why did this happen in two stages? Why there seems to be that the Gul of Mitzrayim had two stages to it? Why, you know, just, why couldn't we knock it all out in one shot and uh, celebrate it that way? So to understand that, uh, I didn't bring a Chumash, but um, in, in, in the, we have a Chumash, I'm trying to make it easier to, I'm sorry. Anyway, so, it's also, you have to understand, it says, by Yitzhiyas, by Kriyas Yamsuk, the Yodu Mitzrayim Keni Hashem. Mitzrayim will come to know that I am Hashem. Shaila is, um, wasn't the Yodu Mitzrayim Keni Hashem? Didn't they figure it out already when they got the Shemetah with ten Makas? Then they could have figured out the Yodu Mitzrayim Keni Hashem. What did it take the Kriyas Yamsev to, to get them to wake up and smell the coffee? So, if you look at the conversation that Moshe Rabbein went an Aaron had with Talon. They first went to him. So Pesach says, "Acher bo Moshe van vayomul Talon koimar Hashem alokei Yisrael shalachas li bechoygeli b'midbor." So they said they come to Paro and they say, "Yisrael says Hashem alokei Yisrael, send out my people and they will have a chag in the midbor." They don't say three days. They just say, send them out, have a chag in the midbot. The other part of the says, Mi Hashem, 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 I don't know who Hashem is. And he wants me to send that. He says, Hashem, I don't know God. I'm not sending that to Israel. So now they come back to him. And they don't say Hashem Elokei Yisrael. They say Layumli Elokei Ho'ivrim. All of a sudden, it's Elokei Ho'ivrim. And now it's a three-day vacation. It's not that we want to just go out to the midbar. So now they're asking just for three days. And instead of saying that uh, Hashem Elokei Yisrael, they say Elokei Ho'ivrim. So what is this change? And, and, and the hidden, they look at Moshe and Aaron, they say, what happened to you guys? You know, uh, all of a sudden you, you gave in to Paro. He, you know, he manipulated you and you, you know, played with you and you gave in. So the Ramban explains that the Pshad is like this. They came to Paro and they said, Hashem Ifrim. Hashem, Yudkei Vavke, is always Choyo Choyo Vahir. It means he is the Rabbeinu Shalom, controls, guides, maintains the entire world. And everything is a Rabbi Nishlov. There's Ephesulosai. So Paro says, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't believe there's any such a God. Right? So they say, okay, if you want to be that way, so it's a Lekeho Ivram. It's a God of the Hebrews. You have God, you have a God. Right? So now Paro and the that I understand. Lekeho Ivram I can relate to. 
You have a, you have your God you believe in. You have your Kayakus. I have my God. You have your God. We can relate to this. You know, I've got it very powerful. He says, don't worry. I have my, my Chesed too. So they say, just give us three days vacation. Right? So they're not asking anymore. They're trying to speak to Paro in his terms. Right? You know, we'll see later on how that plays itself out. But I'll call upon them. So, so when, when, when the Pasuk says, the Yodu Mitzrayim Keni Hashem, so that means that in the beginning, with the Makis, so Pari could say, okay, there Eloi Kim has power, and he uh, controls the, the border, he controls the lights. Okay, God's fine, very impressive, right? But I still have my Getchkis, right? After you see his Mitzrayim, is the Yodim Sakini Hashem. Now they came to realize Hashem is the Kol Yochum. There's nothing. He is the soul, Balabas, over the entire world. The Yodim Mitzrayim Kini Hashem, that was the, the result of the Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. So, um, so you have to know that, okay, that's, that, that explains uh, to, to the Mitzrayim. But why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu have to do this in two stages? He could have, you know, done this in one stage and given them the same message and the same shtarkeit, and it could have come that way. And so um, you also have to know that when, when Yaakov Avinu went down to Mitzrayim, so the Vashem said to him, Anoichi Elcha Gam Oloi. I'm going. I know if you're in Mitzrayim, but I know if you're I'm going to come up with you. I'll take you out of Mitzrayim. And Gam Oloi means I will also come up. I'm Elcho. I'll take you out. Gam Oloi, I will also go up. So the Beis Lady says this is one of the most gevaldika haftochus that the Rebbeinu gives. That the Rebbeinu gives. This was the Rebbeinu showing the same to Klal Yisrael. Every time I do something for you. I am going to be uplifted. The version is effectively saying, the way I will, in any situation, the way I will be uplifted to the world will be through what I do to Klal Yisrael. Anything that is going to project the godless haboyre to the world will have to be connected with Klal Yisrael. So when a miracle happens to Klal Yisrael, people will say, oh, there's a God in the world. Right? That was a gift. That was a, to Yaakov Avinu, he said. But you see, that is what Klai so that, that, that's what we say, Yishmeinu Karosa Bishmecha. We say this on Yom Kippur, Yishmeinu Karosa Bishmecha, right? Ein Kitzvah, right? What does it mean? Your name, uh, our name is called with your name. We are given your name. Shimcha, Godly HaKadosh, Aleinu Karosa. What's the Pshat? Everything to do with the Rebbeinu is connected with Klai Yisrael. So everything Hashem wants to do and manifest in the world will be through what He does to the Jewish people. And so the world will finally come to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When Mashiach comes, it will be through what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to do for Klal Yisrael. That's the way it's going to be. So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be Megal or the Yedah, everyone's going to know on Hashem, it's going to be through what He does to Klal Yisrael. So Christ will have to become the main player over here. And so what happened was that we even left Mitzrayim. At this point, when they left Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim still had the ability to believe that even though it says that Hashem did moisim with all the other came Mitzrayim, there was one God left that was Balsafon, that was left. And the Mitzrayim still believed, okay, the Sogro and the Midbar, the drains of Harum, they turned back to us Balsafon, we still got them. We still, after everything is said and done, we still have crisis. Right, and so that was really done just to you know just to lead them into the Yamsuf. and so eventually um, the the, the Kriyas Yamsuf took place. So Mitzad the Mitzrayim, 
it says now be Yodin Mitzrayim Kedi Hashem. They came to find that I was a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And Mitzat Klal Yisrael, we say Nochlin Kisachom Oz. The throne of Hashem is established when we sang Oz Yoshir. At that point, we mark here Hakodesh Baruch Hu as the Kol Yochol, as 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 the as everything in Klal has that glory idea that there's a Goy Reyoyim at that point. Now, that Giloy, the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to divide it up into two stages is because when Klai was in Mitzrayim, there was still this problem that the Tumah of Mitzrayim was so tremendous that they were like on the 49th level of Tumah. Whatever you understand what that means, but they were not ready for the Giloyim of Kriyas Yamsuf. Kriyas Yamsuf, it says, Hashem gave them Giluyim. They saw things like Kriyas Yamsuf. They said, They could point with their fingers. They saw the Shrina. They saw Nevua more than Yecheskel. And Nabi saw when he saw the, 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 the Merkava. It's more than that. They saw Mamish. Uh, the children pointed because they saw the Rebbeinu when they were taken underground. So it was a Giloy, not Shaykh. At that point, they reached the Madrid where they could sing Shira, and that was the the ultimate uh, level of godless that they reached. And that's why it says that at that point, the Malchusay Berotzen Kiblu Aleihem. At that point, they were Mekabel Malchus Shemayim Berotzen. That took. And it, that took the, the, the two events. They had to leave Mitzrayim. They had to get away from Mitzrayim, get away from the Tumor, and then they could have, and that's why you have two separate Yom and Tevim of, of the first days of, of Matthias Mitzrayim, and it extends till the last days when they came to the ultimate Madrega of Malchusei Gorotz and Kiblu Aleihem. But there's still another way you can look at it, why we divide it into two, two steps. The emphasis is like this. The Mogin Avram says that, that every date is a mitzvah to be masking Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. You have to mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim during the day. That's what we say by Yishmael, the Mantisku, the Vasis, and the Komitzvah. They say, remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Says the Mogin Avram that when Misa, if you didn't have a chance for whatever reason to say Kriyashma, you can still mention, if you say Oz Yosha, you're yoited into Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So the Chassam Seifer asked in the Morgan Avron, where he said, Kriyas Yamsus, Kriyas Yamsus. The Mitzvah is, Lamantis, Yod Seis Chomer, it's Mitzrayim. So, how did the two clops of Suzaman, right? So, Emesis, the Yushalmi, the Yushalmi says that the um, Yid did not sing Shira when they left Mitzrayim. They first sang Shira by the Yamsus. So, why did they sing Shira? Because, Really, the Shibud wasn't over until Kriyas Yamsuf. Until Kriyas Yamsuf, they were still a shtickle Meshubit and Mitzrayim. The Kneimoshim, the Yishami explains, they were not really redeemed until the Yidden were, until the Mitzrayim were drowned in the Yamsuf. So what is the Pshat? The Pshat, the Sipurna says, Vayoysha Hashem, Vayoymu Es Yisro. That means, until they saw the Mitzrayim dead, by the shores of the Yamsuf, they still felt like slaves. They felt like were slaves running away. They, they hadn't yet gotten out of their system that they were slaves. And so until they saw these Mitzrians that tortured them lying there dead, going to the Yalkut Shemoni, they were still alive, breathing their last breath over there at the Yamsuf, and they even could see the people who tortured them dying, then they felt, oh, now we're free. But until then, 
psychologically, they still felt like slaves. Right? So see, that's why Hashem didn't take the Derech HaRish because they still had that mentality that were running away. And the second they see a problem, they run back. But here, they saw the death of the Mitzrayim. So, so some say the Pshat Tzazei. The first day, and that's why we call it Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. So somebody asked the Kasha, what do you mean Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim? You see, Yitzhiya may Mitzrayim. Right? You see, Mitzrayim means the going out of Mitzrayim. So the Mitzrayim are not going out, we're going out. So you should say, you'd see a mean Mitzrayim, right? So you see, the Bashad is like this the first days of the Yomtiv, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. The last day, Hashem took Mitzrayim out of us. Right? That's Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Meaning, they say people psychologically, they still, they still felt like slaves. They still felt like Meshubadim, right? You know, somebody talks about the safe way saw his, his mother, his parents were Holocaust survivors, right? The father never got it out of his system. He, he, you know, I had next door neighbors in Denver, Mr. and Mrs. Shapiro. They lost two children in the Holocaust. But they were still living. He was a millionaire. He owned nursing homes. And he would bring home, if he went to a dinner, they would wrap up the food and take it home. Right? He would bring me to the house grapes that he got on sale. They were filled with, with bugs. I would take it from the front door to the dumpster. Right? But that's the way he was. It was you know, if he could save a penny, you, 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 everything that they had, they would put away because they were afraid. It was like ingrained, but they were still, the, the Nazis were still persecuting them. So they, they didn't, they never got it out of their system, right? Even though they were tough people and the Valdica people, right? So she told me that the, the Nazi pointed a gun at her husband and shoot him. She grabbed the gun out of his hand. She was a tough woman, but they were still, they were still psychologically, they were, they were suffering, you know. So, so there was a gather of the Tzias Mitzrayim, there was a gather of getting rid getting rid of Mitzrayim from them within themselves. And that was, the Kriyas Yamsuf allowed them to have that. They saw what happened. That's why in, in the in the Mabit, he says in the, in, in the Shara Yisoyves, he says one, one few lines, he says, V'mei Pesachem Shiva, Ki loichoysa yitziyosem shleima adeyma shvisha yom Kriyas Yamsuf. The Pesach is seven days because it wasn't a complete Ula until the seventh day, which is Kriyas Yamsuf, Shiro Yisrael then they saw their enemies dead by the Svasayom. Which Oma Novik may taste from the arena and the ploys, Kloy Hoy went Echo Gitias Mitran Kim Shiba Yom, Achiro and the ploys, Al Yam, the Chen Yiro Losses, Losses Lovoy, Yet Sashem will also see that the ploys, El Kodesh Borkum, but this is why you have two stages to the Ula, and, and that's the the soil had for it. <laughs>